Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco Podcast. Today's property review is on 49 acres in Stark County. Welcome to the Landco Podcast, an analytical behind-the-scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois, mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. Hey guys, again, welcome back. First, as always, a thank you from our sponsor, AcreValue.com. Uh, said it a hundred times, but um, if you're into land investing or in the market to buy or sell uh, any land, check them out, AcreValue.com. They do a great job of kind of packaging a bunch of that info that you'd search for at the courthouse, like who owns what, uh, sales data. Um, they even take it a step further and kind of calculate uh, what that land kind of or should be worth based on other similar sales that tool isn't perfect yet but um, as long as you kind of take it in little sections it's very valuable stuff so go check it out we use it all the time um, today we're going to look at a 49 acre track that we just listed in stark county uh, it's about 45 minutes or so from peoria um, up just southeast no take that back southwest uh, of toulon so uh let me pull this up. Let me make sure I'm correct on that uh, location. Let me zoom out on the map. Yeah, so almost directly southwest. And it's only maybe two or three miles outside of Toulon, kind of out in the country, uh, just outside of that. So cool location from Peoria. Um, just kind of head out towards Route 78 past Brimfield uh, and then up Route 78. Uh, there's probably some back roads that are a little shorter, but uh, that's how I've always gotten there. So uh, that's the location. So if you haven't listened to these property reviews, the general format is the same. First, we talk about the actual property, the attributes, how we like it and why we don't like it. Uh, and then the second portion is we get into value, like, you know, what it probably should be worth, um, you know, in the market value, like current market climate, uh, as opposed to what the asking price is to make sure that it's kind of uh, in line with the current market. Or if it's not, at least you know that. Um, and if you're paying a premium for something, you just need to be aware of that. So no big deal. Um, so let's just hop into the property itself. So I will start by saying, so this one's 49 acres. So for starters, it has a three and a half acre lake or so, 3.35, somewhere in that range. And it's all on this property. So to have 49 acres with a private lake, even if that's where I stopped, okay, that's like if you've been looking for that, which is almost everybody, uh, you just know that they don't. Well, I won't say they don't exist because people buy them, but very, very infrequently. So even if that's all this property had, I would say it's a cool property just because of that. Um, but the rest is I've walked it two or three times now, and it's got a little bit of everything. The terrain is cool. Uh, so I'll start with the lake. Uh, the property shape in general is kind of like a uh, an upside down L. So uh, the lake sits kind of central eastern portion of it, and it's fairly new. I think he built it like five or six years ago, maybe. The overflow is enormous. He's got some nice rock behind it. Uh, it looks like it was built very well. He's got an island out kind of in the, uh, maybe not the middle, but towards the, the south end of it. And it kind of tails off into some like marshy area, which... You know, isn't fishable water, but it's cool for the ducks. I kicked out some wood ducks. Um, so it's the lake has got some uh, diversity. It's really cool. I don't know the, the depth yet, but just by kind of looking at the back of the dam, 
I would guess somewhere in like the your standard like 25 foot dam I show that 22 23 feet deep in front of the dam and uh, it was stocked then and I haven't fished it yet personally but I've seen some of the pictures out of it and from the last year or so and all the fish look great uh, they looked about right on track for a five-year-old lake the bass were big uh, I think there's crappie bluegill in there um, actually I'll have to double check on the crappie but uh, all the pictures looked awesome so the um, the lake in general looks like it's in good shape uh, it was built correctly it's got that little island out there for diversity what's cool about this one too is that it well I'm kind of transitioning into this the home site that's there in the middle of the property too but the slopes are pretty gentle so on the west side of the lake, there's two or three spots that would make like perfect sites that like, you know, look over the lake. You could walk down to the lake. It's not like a lot of those Fulton County stuff where, you know, you got to be a billy goat to walk down to the lake. Uh, nice mellow slopes. And he actually ran power back there to one of those sites. So um, underground too, he'd, um, he'd, it's not overhead, it's, it's buried underground. So it's kind of out of sight, which is you know, an additional expense, but expense, but uh, I think it's worth it. So the power is back there and that's done. If you want to build a cabin or, a, you know, even just an equipment shed, whatever you want to build back there, there's a couple cool spots and it's already ready for it. The, uh, the north side of the property is mostly like, I think there's some CRP ground up there, but it's mostly like creek bottom and timber. And it's probably the north, I'm going to say like 15 acres of the property. Uh, it's kind of that you know, timber ridge, creek bottom, and then some, uh, a little thicker timber on the north, let's see, northeast side. So you can kill a few deer on this farm. It's not like this is a trophy deer hunting farm where you can hunt like six, eight guys at the same time. This is more of a kind of well-rounded farm, but there's plenty of room, uh, to sneak in there and, and shoot a good deer. I know they shoot, um, some great deer in that area. Uh, we don't have any trail cameras up there. Uh, the guy that has it now is not a, um, a hunter. So, um, there's no, you know, harvest pictures, but I've walked it a few times, certainly enough to get up a stand or two and, uh, and shoot some deer moving South. Um, there's the lake obviously with the house sites. Then you start getting into some CRP. So there is, uh, let me see here. I think 18 or 19 acres of CRP, 18.2 acres of CRP. <clears throat> and that starts, um, about where the lake does and heads all the way South. So, um, and it doesn't include a couple of those home sites that he kept off, um, you know, building, building on CRP, obviously you can't do it, but to buy some of those CRP acres out, uh, can be a pain. So not all of the ground, you know, South of the lake and West of the lake is in it, but, uh, let's see, I think there's two or three chunks sections that are in it. So there's one, um, none of the home sites are in it. Two, three, it looks like there's three sections of CRP. Um, from the lake down, and then there's a little bit on the north that's on the opposite side of the creek. So um, those three slash four sections of CRP, uh, you know, are in that portion of the property. And they're not like super tall, like warm season grasses. They're more cool season stuff you'd see when you think of like upland habitat. But, you know, you could you could release some birds there and hunt there. I know there's more natural birds in Stark than there is in, you know, Fulton and Knox, Peoria. Um, but if you wanted to release someone, have some shoots, it'd be a cool type of property for that. Or if you wanted to cut some like ATV trails, you know, it's a big open area down there in the South that you could almost do whatever you want with. Um, those contracts expire in, I think it's two separate contracts, one in 
2023 and one in, let's see, when was the other one? I think it was a few years after that. Um, let's see. Yeah, this one's 2023. The other one's 2026. So um, the big one with 12.7 acres is 2023. There's a smaller chunk of 5.5 acres that is 2026. But past that, you know, if you don't re-enroll it, um, you could, there's another lakeside up there. You could plant, you know, you could farm it or farm a lot of it, um, plant some apple orchards. There's a lot of stuff you could do with that south area. Um, so the property itself for 49 acres, it's going to be, if you're looking for a well, you know, diverse farm, it's going to be pretty tough to beat this, I believe. Uh, the home sites, the, the gentle kind of slope down to the lake, it's just, uh, you don't see a bunch of them like this. So cool property. I like properties like this that have a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm probably more of a all around recreation guy than I am a, you know, a specific fisherman or hunter or waterfowler. I kind of like, you know, I like bringing the family out there and doing a little bit of, of all of it. So I enjoy properties like this. And, you know, you hear of all these people buying farms for trophy deer and, you know, trophy bass, but truthfully, there's, there's probably more people like me that just want kind of a well-rounded farm than want something for one specific reason. So farms like this tend to go a little faster uh, for that reason. But so that, that'll that do it on the uh, – I should also say that he's got some nice trails through most of it. There's a nice gravel road. Well, it was gravel. It's, it's a little grown over, so um, it could use a fresh coat of gravel, but there's a nice gravel base, and he's got trails going all the way around, like the home site, all the way down to the lake. So – uh, it's maintained very well, um, and the access to most of it is pretty good as well. That south side, there's no trails there, but it's all grass. I mean, that'd be as easy as just cutting them in. So cool property, well-maintained, cool lake, uh, fish are healthy. Everything looks good on the uh, you know the property. So moving into the uh, valuation of it, and obviously this is a little more, I wouldn't say more important, but it's a little... Um, it varies a little bit more when they're not our listings, um, which if you're new to the podcast, we used to do property reviews on on listings that were not ours. We are going to do that again, but we caught a little slack from other brokers on that. Um, weren't overly thrilled with our honesty on some of those. So we have to work with, the, with those guys. So we are changing that format and those will still be available soon, but they're just going to be on our website. You'll have to be one of our clients to access those. So, um, But when I did other properties, it was a little more uh, important because, you know, we're, I guess at Landco, we just won't take a listing that's, you know, too overpriced. We used to, when we started and we're trying to make a name for ourselves, but anymore, um, we just take a pass on those. I mean, it's consistently losing one listing a month or so, because we're not willing to go up to the, pro the price that another broker has told uh, an owner. So it can be maybe more important when it's not our listings. Um, but it's important either way. So we go through it, even though, even though it's our listing. So, um, on this one, it's 49 acres and, uh, 18.2 acres of CRP. If, if it wasn't in CRP, we'd probably give that ground, you know, closer to 6,500 or 7,000 an acre. We dock it a little bit because it's in CRP and you're limited what you can do with it. Not forever, just for the next, you know, was that five years on part of it and eight years on the other, you still collect income. But we dipped that a little bit. So we put $6,000 an acre on the uh, value of the CRP. 
Um, we put uh, 3,200 as we have been the last four or five months on the remainder acres, which would which would be your um, your timber, your creek bottom, your pasture, your kind of um, overgrown grasses, all that sort of stuff. Everything that's not CRP and water. Um, so we put $3,200 an acre on that. The water acres, um, the best I could tell, the lake was around 3.34 acres. Uh, we put seven grand on that, um, which right away, I mean, that tells you that's what, 23380 bucks. And obviously the lake is worth more than that. And it probably cost twice that at least to build. But we just, we follow this kind of uh, process just to give us a starting point. You know, if we don't follow something we're just kind of like guessing at values so at the end we kind of approach it a little more common sense wise um, but we always you know we always start here so seven thousand bucks an acre for water and we gave it 15 grand um, total for the improvements um, meaning some of the shaping you did by the water um, this isn't including the lake this is like home site stuff and then running the power back um, which you know, underground power, pricey. We put about 15 grand for, for all of those things. So, and the gate and the road coming in. So probably a pretty uh, fair conservative number on the improvements. So you total that stuff up, that gives you 109.2 for the CRP, gives you just under 88 grand on the remainder acres, 23.380 on the water. So again, 15K uh, on the improvements. That's a total of three or 235.452 or just over 4,800 an acre. So um, it's priced at 20, 250 grand, so about 15,000 over that. Um, I don't know what that percentage is. Let me do that real quick. Um, but again, then when we do this, we also have to like slow down and do like a little common sense approach to it. So we put, um, that's a premium of $300 an acre um, across the board, or about, what is that? Yeah, just shy of 15 grand. So if you've been looking at small parcels, anything under 100 with water, uh, I think you'll realize that like 300 bucks an acre premium for that type of stuff is, I would say, like extremely on the low end. Um, most of them you see are, you know, not even almost not even priced per acre at that point. They're almost like just a lump sum. Like, hey, you know, here's 200 grand for this 10 acres because it has a has a lake, you know. But uh, so, anyways, um, asking price um, or our valuation. Over the under the asking price is at ninety four percent, so we're really close. Threw a small premium on because it's uh, close to actually a few things. One, it's pretty close to Peoria, forty five minutes. Two, it has a private lake on a small property, which is just almost impossible to find. And just common sense, like our numbers spit out twenty three three eighty for that lake. We all know that you can't build that lake for that. It's you know minimum probably double that. So. Um, that fifteen thousand uh, dollar bump in, in premium or price was uh, was pretty fair, I thought. So that's where we're at. Uh, again, we do that sometimes to find people like good buys, like undervalued properties, but more so just to find make sure you're investing wisely. And if you're in, if you're spending more than maybe the market uh, is currently worth, just so you know that like it doesn't. I've bought properties that are valued over what they should be just because I like them. It's going to be a long term asset. Like I always tell people. Short term, very important. Like if you're looking to flip a property, the entry price is the most important thing, right? And a plan to like maybe develop the property and, and increase value. But the entry price, like that's the game when you're a short-term investor. Long term, it it just doesn't matter as much. So 
you know, that happens a lot of times on uh, on like grade A tillable investors. Like good ones will tell you when you find a good farm, good dirt, the, the entry price matters a little bit. But if you like it and it's close, you just buy it. Like in, in 10, 12, 15 years, like the numbers will show that it doesn't really matter what you paid for it as long as it's close to the market value. Same thing goes with these little small tracks with water. Like I wouldn't tell someone to buy this to sell it tomorrow and make make a few bucks, but it's safe. It's a long-term asset that a family would enjoy because it's got a lot to offer. So that's why we do the um, the valuation just to make sure that like it's in line with your goals. You know, if like I said, if someone's looking to short flip this, I would say, you know, these numbers are important because it tells you that like, hey, this is price right. You're not going to buy this and resell it tomorrow. Um, but if you're looking for a long-term investment that you can enjoy, um, and you want a little lake, and your you know your budget's three hundred or under, and you want a little spot to hunt, it's going to be tough to find another one like this um, within you know an hour or so of Peoria. So that should do it for this uh, property review. Um, hope you guys like these. If you have any questions on specific properties, or you're looking for something that doesn't exist yet, uh, let me know. Again, most of our sales happen kind of behind the scene either we find something and tell one of our clients and it sells or you know something shuffles that one of our clients has and it never hits the market so if you're looking for something let us know we'll find it if you have any questions on anything um, including just kind of entering the land investing market you let me know other than that that'll wrap it up for this one i uh, appreciate you guys listening and we'll be back at you shortly